This episode of the podcast is brought to you by I can't find my pants. Frank, have you found my <laughs> pants? I don't know where they are. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that happens to be a duo. Because there's two of us. That is true. I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we are here to discuss our favorite film duos ever. So did you stay on the topic of only two? Yes. Me too. Okay. <laughs> cool. So it, then we it was right. tough though. I will say. Honestly, I had yeah. a hard time with this one. Oh yeah. I, I was looking through like a bunch of different things and then I was just trying to think of like any movie that we've done that like has a duo and not a lot of them stood out honestly. No. The only one in recent memory, and I I don't know if this is on your list, but it's like old and young from The Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, like, what other duo have we done like that like actually is comes to mind? Uh, Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. I, <laughs> pretty much, honestly. Yeah. It was really tough. Um, since that, why don't you start us off? Okay. All right. So I wanted to first... Shout out, shout out! Like, <laughs> this is fucking shout it out. Um, I didn't. I don't have many either. I only have like four. Okay. Um. So I started mine off with Theodore and Samantha from her. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good one. It's a good one because it's like the only romantic movie that I actually, actually enjoy. Like <laughs> I know, and that I that actually like feels deep and poetic. Mm-hmm. And I find their relationship very endearing and sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and although, of course, it doesn't end in the best way, it ends in a very adult way, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of rare in films now yeah, thinking about it. Because it's realistic. It's extremely realistic. And it and although it, it, it doesn't necessarily follow the tropes of every romance movie where it's like they meet, she's not into him, they, she falls in love with him. He does something stupid, they break up, and then at the end they like kindle back together. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do that. And it's more like, no, this is over and it's really over. And and she's and the reason why it's over is because she at that point is so much more intelligent than him mm-hmm. and has surpassed his capabilities of understanding her. Yeah. It becomes like that weird thing of like you know, in a previous relationship, you were the smart one. Yeah. And now you are the dumb one. Yeah, now one. you're the and dumb then, one. <laughs> it's like, oh man, like you're, it, it's all, like, I don't want to say like it's your ego, but like it kind of is at the same time. Yeah. Because it's like, you just mentally can't be on the same wavelength. Right. And and I mean, overall, you can't be on the same wavelength physically either. Right. But when they are together and their relationship is blossoming, I really love it. Mm-hmm. It's honestly, man, her is such a good wintertime movie. Oh, yeah. Like the snow's like, coming just, down. Just watch her. Just get a bowl of soup and just watch her while the <laughs> it's while so it's coming good. Down. It's so it really is. Mm-hmm. And I love I love their relationship. I love when they end up writing that song together and he's playing playing the ukulele. Oh, yeah. Um, And she's just kind of like off the cuff, just singing a song. I like just even when he's looking through his mail and she's just talking. Yeah, to him. it's just it, it's just one of those mundane things it where is. it's like you can tell that they really are infatuated. Yeah, and it's just lovely. It's a really lovely movie, and and I think they're a really great duo in mm-hmm. a film. Nice. Um, my first pick is probably the only one that's like a gray area for this topic. Um, and I went with Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight 
Batman and Joker. Mainly because while they aren't like a specific duo, it almost borders kind of like this, and I may be going a little far here, it almost borders like a god and devil complex where they cannot be without the other. I think you're going a little far. I am going a little <laughs> I think, far. I think you're reaching. <laughs> I'm reaching. Um, but like the whole idea of Joker comes in, obviously Heath Ledger's, and he is just unafraid by Batman. And Batman has this complex where it's like he needs to put him away. And it's this first real challenge of like, I can't really figure out what is his motive. And that's because there is no motive for Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the interrogation scene alone, where he's just laughing while Batman's beating him up, and yeah. it's it's one of it's more so the the whole idea of Batman and Joker to like completely from comics, um, video games, TV show, and then this movie, where they are the yin yang, like they yeah. cannot be without the other. Yeah, I mean, Joker has that great line at the end when he's hanging upside down in the building where he's just kind of like, you complete me. Well, he doesn't say that. He doesn't (laughs) that's in the interrogation. I mean, he does say that, but that's in the interrogation scene um, where he basically is just saying that like you and I are destined to do this forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it is kind of true. I mean, it's just, it's, it's weird because it's a comic book movie. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to just, not think about it in reality because it's like in reality this guy would fucking get sent to the execution chair oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, like 100% <laughs> like he'd get caught once and then that's it yeah um but it's as a as a comic book film um i just don't know if i would call them a duo mm-hmm. because doesn't a, like batman and robin is a duo yeah, but there's no real Batman and Robin in films unless you want to talk about the un- the, un- the horrible ones. <laughs> yeah, um, but okay, I understand what you mean by gray area because mm-hmm. they they're kind of like a yin, yin and yang, but they're not really like together together. They they're just opposing forces. Mm-hmm. But okay, I I'll I'll accept it. I'll allow it, <laughs> even though this is my pick. <laughs> I'll um, allow this. All right, so the next one I wanted to talk about was Jackson and Holland from The Nice Guys. I don't know if you've ever seen mm, The Nice Guys. Uh, what is it? Um, it's Russell Crowe and, and, Ryan, and Ryan Gosling. I never saw this movie. I saw trailers for it, and I was like, wow, this looks like a fun buddy it's, cop movie. It's a fun... It is. It's a really, really fun mystery that is kind of a noir. I, mm. I don't know if I would say... It's definitely more of the buddy cop than a noir, but there is a actually a, a really compelling mystery going on. Um, and maybe we'll do it. So I don't want to like go too deep into the story and like ruin anything. Mm-hmm. But I will say that I was absolutely shocked by the chemistry that these two had together. Mm-hmm. Because when I, prior to watching The Nice Guys, generally I kind of felt like Ryan Gosling was kind of a whatever actor. Well, that's and why. he's got like... He's got, like, no personality. At Thank le- you. At, you uh, finally agree. Well, I've been saying that. <laughs> but the thing is, is this movie show me, like, no, he does have the he does have personality. He's mm-hmm. got a little bit of charisma to him. I guess it's just the roles that he picks mm-hmm. that every role is just like, oh, just... I have to be a bland robot. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, like, what it is. It's, it, it's kind of, like, strange. But he really steps up to the plate in The Nice Guys and has... He's he's got very good comedic timing. Mm-hmm. Russell Crowe is so fat in that movie. 
and I'm just so upset that he's just th- this fucking fat. Like, it's just like <laughs> you think about him from Gladiator. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, and then you just look at him now, and you're like, oh my god, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. Please. But I will say that they have some very, very great comedic time, uh, uh, great, great comedic moments in the film, uh, and I was very, very surprised with their chemistry. And um, Russell Crowe too, really, really funny mm-hmm. um, in that movie. Highlight is all I'm gonna say is the bathroom scene. The bathroom scene alone is absolutely hysterical, and it is worth watching that one scene. So I think they make. I thought I think they're a really, really good duo. And I honestly don't think that the nice guys got enough love. Mm-hmm. I, you know what the problem is too. I think it like got kind of like mixed up in that time frame where it was like, oh, here's the other guys with what was it like Will, Will Ferrell, S- yeah, Will Ferrell and whatever, and then um, and then Twenty One Jump Street. So yeah. it was like at that point, people were kind of like done with yeah. these buddy cop things. Potentially, that 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 could definitely have been like part of it. Um, but yeah, the movie definitely did not get enough like. I don't think really anybody really spoke about that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it surprised me. And I thought they were a really good duo. Nice. Um, my next one is Tyler Durden and the narrator. Eh. Nah. I don't know if I would call them a duo. I guess they're they a duo. Are, well, yeah, they're, they're a duo. But I mean, again, kind of a gray area because they are the same person. Well, you said you only had one gray area. Now you have two. Zach. Now I'm starting to think most of mine are gray areas. <laughs> 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 well, I'm still going to go with it. Um, Tyler Durden and the narrator, I mean, from the beginning, you, you get like this very awkward kind of just chemistry between the two of them where a lot of their stuff is based off of like aggression and fighting. And then you get down to like more of a very scientific way of how things work and then very political in how things work. And from when we did it, like they just end up. I know, I know there is the thing where it's like they are one person, but you really see throughout the film when you think that it's two people, they start to blend into each other. Yeah. Especially later on when the narrator just like is spending time and then starts talking like Tyler. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now you're starting to spend like a lot of time and you're starting to get to know each other and you're becoming like too, too much of the same. Yeah. And then, of course, the great reveal that, like, you know, they are the same person. And he just manifested this to be kind of, like, the more macho side to him that, like, he couldn't really be. Yeah. And I don't know, like, it for the most of the film, they really are kind of, like, inseparable and really kind of, like, bounce off each other. And in a small sense, Tyler's actually bettering him. Yeah. But then it becomes more terrorism. <laughs> And then it kind of gets a little bad. <laughs> <laughs> a little bad. Just a little. Yeah. But, you know, homemade soap is good. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So my next one was Leon and Matilda from Leon the Professional. You know, I've never seen this movie. Go fuck yourself. I've it's never so seen it. I, I literally have heard nothing but good things about it. I know, what is it, Natalie Portman? Yeah. yeah She's like, a child in yeah. the movie. <laughs> yeah, like I, I just, I never saw it for some reason. I, I really enjoy the movie a lot. I, I know it's on Netflix. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's worth watching. I, I'm not going to say that it's incredible, like that it's, it's, I really, really like the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just seen like the it's, memes of it, like. It's funny though because the movie. First off, the movie alone, Gary Oldman is so incredible in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but Leon and Matilda have this. It's it's kind of crazy mm-hmm. because she 
he ends up taking care of her and she's kind of like a father figure to him. But then it turns into she kind of falls in love with him and she's a kid Mm -hmm. and he's like 50. And then he's like, whoa, what's going on here? (laughs) A little weird here. And he, you know, he does not like make any advances or anything like that. But their relationship in like taking care of plants together. And I know that you don't know really what I'm talking about, but I know what plants are. I know. but You've never (laughs) seen the movie. So like they take care of plants, Mm -hmm. doing groceries and then also just shooting people in the face. Yeah, Not he's together. A, he's but, a hitman, right? But yeah. Mm-hmm. So her, like him, like protecting her and them, like just staying at the apartment and her doing like her whole fashion show thing for him. And, and she's kind of like just teaching him how to be more not like humanized. Like, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. Become like much more, have some humanity to him opposed to just being a killer. Mm-hmm. And then he's kind of showing her that the world isn't all just sunshines and rainbows that there is of course terrible things that can happen. And then Gary Oldman's character really, you know, is enforcing that. Um, and it comes to a head at the end and the ending is just so incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, their relationship together is really just, it's, it's fun. Uh, and if you don't take it too, I know a lot, I know that movie got a lot of hate because everyone's like, Oh, it's about incest. And it's like, (laughs) well, (laughs) well, hold on. I'm sorry. Not incest, like child porn, like, you know, like, like, uh, just like being a pedophile. They're related as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean incest. (laughs) Um, I meant like pedophilia. It's like, that's not what it is. Like maybe it, I don't know. It's just that's that's not what I took away from it at all. Mm. I know um, the the meme like oh, I always see where it's like she knocks on the door and he opens is like yes and she tells him everything and he just shuts it and it's like end movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah okay yeah um it's really good mm-hmm. and I think that you should watch it and um they're a really really good duo together. They have really good chemistry. Natalie Portman at that age really shows that she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah it's great. She's one that I wish I I mentioned in the method acting. Is she a method actress? Black actor? Swan and V for Vendetta, I think she so. She actually turned into a swan? Yeah. Wow. That was, like, she went through extensive surgery to become a swan. <laughs> <laughs> and then became a human afterwards. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my next one, because I'll, I'll do, like, four as well, and then I'll have, like, honorable mentions. Um, so, Ooh, my, so wait, oh, no, so you have, this is your third one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jules and Vincent. Ah, that's my last one. Ah, let's just talk about it then. Yeah, they um, they they are like the obvious choice. Yes, they they probably are. They were my top pick, pretty much for the duo. Yeah. Um, I have one more that is kind of like my top pick for it, but in a sense, like for more of like serious role. Um, and by that I mean live action. Uh, Jules and Vincent yeah. just work so well together. The banter that they have, the the incredible like poses that like have become so synonymous with Pulp Fiction of them just holding up the guns together. Yeah. It really is kind of like the perfect blend of these are the buddy cop duo, but they're the bad guys. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a, it's a unique little twist on it. And it's, it's funny because you're in, it's not very often, of course there are movies that do it, but it's not very often that you're rooting for the bad guys because Mm -hmm. you really kind of want them to not get killed. And like when Vincent gets shot in in, uh, the bathtub or in the bathroom, it's like, oh my God, no. Because now you're, because you're not focusing on their story. So he is kind of like this disposable idea, but like at the same time too, you've spent so much time with them that it just can't be that he's oozy down. And then I'm like, okay, fuck it then. Right. Right. Um, but they have so many classic lines. I mean, should have brought shotguns. Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, 
fucking jewel or yeah jewels saying that fake bible verse to that guy and shooting him in the face mm-hmm. the whole foot massage whole thing about like is that is that mm-hmm. sexual and yeah. he's like would you ever get a foot massage from a guy and he's like yeah. fuck you keep that in mind i'm gonna go take a shit <laughs> yeah there's so many like iconic one-liners um and they are probably like the most infamous mm-hmm. f- movie duo opposed to like i don't know turner and the dog and tom hanks (laughs) yeah it's like what else is there well i'll tell you what else there is there is woody and buzz Ah, but the thing so you know i don't know if i necessarily call them a duo because i mean i guess they are like your main characters in that movie but they're they're part of a whole group correct but they are the two that stick hand in hand together like, I mean, it, especially the first film, when, like, the last half of the film is just them. And I haven't start- seen Toy Story in so long, I honestly don't even remember. Toy Story 3 is probably a masterpiece. Probably? I, I put it in top 15 there's, films. There's There Will Be Blood and there's <laughs> Toy Story 3. <laughs> Toy Story 3 is really good. <laughs> it is, The yeah. main villain is John Goodman. Uh, Is he? Is that the, the bear purple, one? Yeah, is that the, the one purple bear. bear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, the new Buzz. Did you see the trailer yeah, it, for... I'm actually a little excited. Oh, my God. It looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Everybody's using David Bowie as their theme songs for trailers lately, yeah, though. Yeah, you know. But it's just... It looks incredible. I'm yeah. surprised. I was shocked. I was like, wait a minute. What's going on here? And then I realized that Buzz, mm-hmm. the toy, is based off of the man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. That's actually really cool. <laughs> that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be great. I think it looks cool. But yeah, like Buzz and Woody literally are from two separate eras western and sci-fi yeah and they're blended together and obviously they hate each other in the beginning because buzz is like the more sophisticated toy the the cooler toy yeah um and then having the whole dynamic of like him trying to discover that he is a toy and he's not actually a a fighter from space right and then them just slowly starting to build this bond and like loving each other and like knowing that they have each other's back yeah it was kind of like the the situation where it's like yes jules and vincent are the live action but woody and buzz are like the cgi animation <laughs> like they just go hand in hand together can't really imagine one without the other well i can't imagine woody and buzz talking about the stuff that <laughs> jules and vincent are talking <laughs> about <laughs> hey man you want to try royale with cheese it's like no i've never left this bedroom <laughs> what is that yeah. we don't eat we don't even eat you fucking toys. idiot yeah. um i just have like a couple of like honorable mentions um a couple of gray area honorable mentions really but uh hannibal and clarice i guess they're a duo mm-hmm. sort of um alejandro and kate mercer from sicario okay uh Doc and uh, Marty, yeah, Marty McFly, Marty McFly, Marty McFly. Yeah, I get. I I like Doc and Marty. Mm-hmm. They they have a good chemistry together. The thing is, are they? They're not really together all that much. I I've never seen Back to the. Well, I seen. No, we did Back one to the Future. Yeah, I, I haven't mean, seen the third one, but that's the Western. I've never seen that one. Oh, um, that one's good. <laughs> that one's the good second one. Second one's not that great. No, that's horrible. Um, Jaws eight or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but are they? I don't remember. They're not really together all that much, are they? They are. Like they're together for most of it. Are they? Mm-hmm. I'd have to rewatch. It's it. just that the fact that like you know they're in the past, so they don't know each other, know each other. Okay. But there is the chemistry there, yeah. and then it, an obvious 
choice that I was like, I don't want to talk about anymore. But uh, Chewie and Han Solo. What do you mean talk about anymore? We don't really know. I talk about Star Wars constantly. (laughs) You know what's funny, though? Mm -hmm. Um, I I actually recently, somewhat recently rewatched one of the Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I don't remember which one it was at this point. Was it Empire? I don't know. It was. That's the one that we did. Yeah, yeah. I guess it was. And I was like, this feels like a Western. In space. In space. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. That's what the original three are. Yeah, they're like wet. They're like straight up Westerns. So now all of a sudden space. you like Star Wars? No. <laughs> Dick. Hey. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I like Star Wars, mm-hmm. but I can appreciate that it's kind of a Western in space. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all I have to say about that. Zach, you have a recommendation? I do. Um, so... Before you got here, I actually placed the order for it. So I don't have like... Is this a... my Christmas gift? Ooh. No. <laughs> it's glass. <laughs> um, sorry, it's shattered. Yeah. Um, so I found this company called Casetify. Um, and they mainly do uh, phone cases um, for every single... For phones. type. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every single type of phone that you have. They also do something kind of like fun. They do... Um, airpod covers and they also do like if you have like a macbook or if you have like an ipad they do stuff like that like covers for them they also just recently starting doing masks um i'm not really willing to try that but i'm not willing to try that i, I, I like you could to not just... pay me enough <laughs> to try your mask you can pay me ten dollars maybe twenty dollars nah um but what i liked about them and i'll let you know like as soon as it actually comes in is they are, one, made entirely out of recycled material. So Ah. recycled phones and cases and um, the protectors for them, they're made out of that. Uh, They're just repurposed. Right. And at the same time, too, the the website itself, like, they have a plethora of choices. with big words. Oh, a yeah. plethora. Oh yeah, I I use the in dictionary ab- in abundance. <laughs> Omnimorous. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they have like a bunch of different like different logos and designs. You can do like liquid cases. You can do ones that are clear. A liquid case doesn't seem functional. No, it's not made at out all. of liquid. Yeah, it evaporates. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't put it in the sun. It's great during the winter. <laughs> um, but like they're they're really cool too because like you can also pick like different colors and different designs on them. Uh, but the main thing, too, is that they make ones, and their main bread and butter is these, like, shock-resistant ones, like these shock-absorbent, oh, Okay. where you can drop them from 10 feet, and it won't break your phone. So I don't know about you. We'll try it out. I get drunk, and I drop my phone, and then crack it a bunch. <laughs> um, so I'm getting this, and I'm hoping that this will actually, like, help out with it. To the point where I'm just gonna throw it on the floor. Like, and see guys, nothing. I got this new case. Check this out. <laughs> just throw it against the wall. Yeah, as hard as you can. <laughs> but they've gotten like really, really good reviews. I know a lot of like YouTubers now are like promoting it. Um, ah. So I was like, you know what? Let me, let me, let me test it out. Let me get one and see how it is. Are they expensive? Um, like forty five dollars. Okay. So it's not like breaking the budget. Um, they also have like a bunch of different things that if you want to like. My budget of $46. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> came real close. There. <laughs> they also offer free shipping, which is cool. There you go. Perfect. So, didn't go over my $46. <laughs> um, and they also have, like, a bunch of different accessories, too, like lanyards and stuff like that to, like, anal hold beads. your phone. Okay, yeah, cool. anal beads. Nice. All right, cool. So, what was their name? Uh, Case Defy. Case Defy. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, Zach, what are we doing next? Well, uh, Clarity 2, I know next week we're not going to have... An episode up on our usual Thursday night. Potentially. Potentially. I uh, 
I have other arrangements. You are getting your gills installed, yes. become a fish man. Right. Makes sense. Um, so keep on the lookout. We'll probably be up like either like Saturday or Sunday, normal time. Um, but continuing with the feel goods, we are going to be doing a movie I don't think you've seen, and that's Spider Man into the Spider Verse. The animated one? Mm-hmm. I've seen half of it. Miles Morales. Yeah. That's you're right. He's like Puerto Rican Spider Man, right? Black and Puerto Rican. Okay. Yes. Why, why'd you say? What was the problem? He's Puerto Rican. <laughs> I had to think. I don't. I don't remember everything. Uh, yeah, I've seen like half of it. I think I remember how wide fucking. No, no, no. Only thing that I remember, I was like, wait a minute. They're they end up like going into like upstate New York, which is like where we are. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, they're in like like whatever. They're they're. You just... look out your window. Hey, Spider Man. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But I I ended up not finishing it. So okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll uh. We have to do Sam Raimi Spider-Man at some point. Yeah. One and two. so good. Cool. All right. Sounds like a plan. Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits.